Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. I'm Anna, and I'm here with Callan. Excited to be back for another episode. We are kind of, again, kind of doing something a little different just because we're trying to spice it up, you know? We can't have a new TV show or movie to watch every single week, you know? We're not superheroes. Unfortunately, this is not our day job, so we got to make money other ways. (laughs) I know. We got to do what we got to do. Yes. We cannot watch TV all day long. Unfortunately, as much as I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. But we really enjoyed the pop culture Q&A that we had several episodes back in our newly pod game. So we thought, you know, let's kind of make this another thing. (laughs) Why not? Uh, you know, we're we are nearing our year mark, which is kind of crazy. So we just want to kind of give everybody a chance to get to know us and really get to know each other because I mean, it's impossible to know everything about everyone. Yeah. We surprise each other. It's true. We really do. Like any perfect duo, you know, you still surprise each other sometimes. That's right. <laughs> a great way to kind of dig deeper getting to know somebody is to do a conversation starter, maybe like a book or an article or something like that, just with like kind of random questions. And so we found some that we enjoyed that we thought were thought provoking. And we're just gonna see how it goes and roll with it. Mm -hmm. Y'all know how we do. We love to use these as like prompts in a way almost that usually spark a story or something they'll they'll remind us of something and yes we seem to get good feedback on these kind of question and answer episodes so I think it'll be another fun one yeah well before we get started the only way to start a conversation starter is by of course getting a drink with someone so what are you having well I I'm having something I haven't had on here yet, and it's a little off-brand for me, but not 100%. (laughs) Okay. I'm not a big beer drinker, as we've said. I think you and I have both tried some beers on here that we wanted to like and just didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But there are, like, a few beers that I do like, and I just had the urge when I was out at Kroger one day, as we do, um, browsing the cooler section. Section. Right. It's like, you know what? I want I think I want a beer. Like I think that'll hit the spot one day. So I got probably my favorite, but I got Estelle Artois. So nice. if I am yeah, yeah. I can't even really tell you too much about it because I'm just not educated on beer, but it is a Belgian beer. If you haven't had it, it's in a green bottle. It's a lighter beer. I really don't like really heavy or dark beers so yeah I enjoy this one if I'm like out at a bar concert a lot of times I'll get a Stella Artois um and then fun fact when Anna was working in Disney World she actually got me a Stella Artois (laughs) beer glass that has Callan on it so no big deal but usually I drink wine out of that glass and ironically I'm not drinking my Stella out of the glass I should (laughs) have poured it in there but so that's a missed opportunity. I guess I'll have to do it again later, but I'm just drinking it out of the bottle. But yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like Stella Artois as well. I Yeah, 
it's beer's not my favorite, but that one's good. There are a few, there are a handful that Mm -hmm. are kind of a go-to and that's a good go-to one. Yeah. Every once in a while you get in the mood for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I'm having a repeat, but it's always a winner and that is a margarita. You cannot go wrong. (laughs) You cannot. (laughs) You really cannot. And actually, Steven made this one for me, which he's never made drinks before. And so I was in the middle of kind of researching, I guess, what we were going to talk about tonight. So I said, can you just, can you make me something with my tequila? And he said, I don't know what you want me to make. Like, he was very (laughs) lost. I was like, it's Uh super easy. All you have to do is pour a shot in the glass and then pour the margarita mix in it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he did great. So that's what uh, I'm drinking today. We're proud of you, Steven. I know he's branching out. Hey, eventually he's probably going to get into it and become like your bartender. Yeah, that'd be nice. I yeah. need to get him to do it. Yeah, because he doesn't really like al- drinking alcohol, but I feel he loves making smoothies. So it's basically the same thing. Uh, a more fun smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to dive right in. We got our beverages, and like any good first date, you know, you just dive right in there and see if there's a spark. I feel good about this one. <laughs> I do too. I have good vibes on it. <laughs> I almost feel like this is like some game reality game show or something where we're, we have side confessionals where it's like, I feel really good about this one. <laughs> well, I can go first if you would like. All righty. Hopefully this is a pretty easy start. (laughs) Yeah, I need to warm up. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I need to get my my brain cells really moving. What was the last funny video you saw? It was definitely a TikTok that someone sent me. Y'all know Anna and I do not have TikTok, but our friends will send us certain videos. So it's like we're getting really a curated custom feed. Right. It was a TikTok of four members of the cast of High School Musical the musical the series which we know I have discussed on here and all of the drama that ensues right four of the cast members including Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett were doing like a, a zoom I guess it was some sort of like promotional thing where the cast was being asked questions because um, season two of the show is coming out soon I think and it was funny because like the three girls were chatting it up the question was like who's the biggest hopeless romantic and so the girls had this nice answer and then Joshua came in and was like well really I think every musician is um, a hopeless romantic in some ways right like that's what inspires the music and all three of them have like blank stares on their faces (laughs) it was just funny to watch their reactions to him because they were having a great time and then when he started talking it was like gag nothing (laughs) (laughs) so it's really I imagine that's what it's like on set but I I will be honest and say I probably will watch season two like put it on in the background because I'm really curious about it no shame yeah I've got to see their interaction filming you know while having this real life tiff (laughs) right that's a good word for it yeah If this is too hard, I'm sorry. I just think it's an interesting question. Okay. But it's, what is your claim to fame? (laughs) Hmm. I don't know what my current claim to fame is, but Uh when I was like 
seven years old, I won the ugliest tie contest. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I don't know. I think it was like a local bookstore or something that was doing it. And they had like, you know, all the kids could enter. There's a picture of me. I actually made the newspaper. So that's why I'm saying claim to fame. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Everybody needs a local newspaper, right? (laughs) Not New York Times local, but still. Yeah, it was like an ugly tie contest. And it was one of my dad's like paisley ties. So it was already kind (laughs) of ugly. But I like put sparkly glitter and like some paint on it. So it was kind of colorful, but still not not worth everyone's penny to buy. (laughs) So I could be on a runway. Yeah. So that was probably like the first like contest I've ever won. Yeah. No, that's cool. I didn't know that. (laughs) What would be your perfect weekend? I think my perfect weekend would consist, and not necessarily like in this order, but definitely seeing like my friends and eating like some really good food, probably some fried chicken of some sort. Having some good cocktails, like craft mm-hmm. cocktails, um, maybe going to like a concert for a band or artists that we really love, maybe taking like a day trip, maybe to get to the concert, right? <laughs> you know, a little travel thrown in there, mm-hmm. being able to like relax and get my mind off of the busyness of the week. Yeah. But still have a lot of activities. A lot of times if I have a busy weekend, it kind of makes the days feel longer. So you feel like you're getting yes. more out of your weekend, mm-hmm. you know. So definitely be busy just with some fun activities. You know, nothing too complicated. Right. <laughs> just a simple, simple weekend. I think I would be happy with that. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. I agree. That would be a perfect weekend for me also. Okay. What songs have you like completely memorized like you know every word to them oh wow I mean other than like songs I had to memorize for like a program or something I don't feel like those don't really count I feel like a lot of the older songs that like I grew up with I know every single verse every bridge Mm -hmm. all that Probably Mm -hmm. because my mom was not really into, like, me watching a ton of TV. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to find my own entertainment. (laughs) So maybe more of, like, the older songs. Because, like, I really like listening to songs that have music from, like, the 90s and early 2000s. Because that's really, like, the area I excel in, probably. Yes, yes. So a lot of, like, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera... All the boy bands, Mm -hmm. all those random people that have, like, one-hit wonders. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like those are probably my go-tos. Like, I'm imagining, like, if if I'm doing karaoke and the karaoke machine went out, like, what song could I keep singing? Probably any of those would be pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) What would your answer be? Probably something from my late childhood, from my CD player, the stuff that I would listen to in the car all the time, like on repeat. I remember the first song that I could like, like if I was in the shower, I could sing from beginning to end Mm -hmm. was, (laughs) so random, No One by Allie and AJ. Oh, wow. Like from their first (laughs) 
<laughs> for their first album. It was on the Ice Princess soundtrack, if anybody remembers that. Classic. Very, like, melancholy, kind of sad song. Y'all would definitely recognize it because they would play clips of it on Disney Channel all the time, like, during the commercial breaks. And it was, like, the one that has, like, the doll, the dollhouse, you know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> No. <laughs> I was a big Allie and AJ fan, but I can't think of what the the song is. Do you remember the song? You don't remember the song? Oh, of course, now I can't think of any lyrics to tell you. So maybe this is like too high pressure. <laughs> but I I do remember being like, I can sing every word. Okay, they do say doll, so I'm not I'm not wrong. But <laughs> it was like you're moving through the crowd, trying to find yourself. Yeah, feeling like a doll left on a shelf. Will someone take you down? That is sad. (laughs) I know. I mean, the first verse, moving through the crowd, trying to find myself, feel like a guitar that's never played. Will someone strum away? (laughs) Aww. But the chorus is then uplifting because it's like, I tell myself, no one, don't want to be no one but me. Right. That's one good thing. Yeah, so anyway, I guess that's not the case now, but that was the first one. So at this point in life, probably, I mean, definitely need to breathe songs I can sing like all the way through. Mm -hmm. What is the most useful thing you own? I mean, is like my phone a stupid answer? Like, is that basic? No, I don't think so. I can't think of anything I use more than my phone. Yeah, it has basically everything now. What mystery do you wish you knew the answer to? Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. (laughs) Mainly because if you looked at our phones, we have a group text with Callan's mom and aunt called the Crime Stoppers. And (laughs) we try to figure out all of the true crime that has occurred. Yeah, we're obsessed. That's like my (laughs) go-to. Would be what mysteries I want to have solved. A lot of murders, which is really dark. I won't say which one because I don't want to prioritize a murder over the other, but (laughs) (laughs) as as horrific as that sounds. Yeah, I think I would want to know that. Kind of like have answers. Because also I feel like those those families deserve, you know, to have some closure. And it would give me closure. So it's a (laughs) win-win situation for all of us. Yes. That would probably be my go-to answer. Also, I want to know where Amelia Earhart ended up. (gasps) That's what I was going to say. Really? Wow. That was the first thing that came to my mind was where is Amelia Earhart? Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) We really are equally yoked, everyone. We are. (laughs) (laughs) You're seeing one example right now. I know. That's amazing. Yeah. No, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I would love to know. I mean, yeah, definitely like these murders that we've heard about on like certain podcasts that we listen to would love to know the answers. But Amelia, where is she? Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, if you had intro music, what song would it be? So Callan's walking up to the the Tao Club getting ready to make her entrance. (laughs) What song does the DJ know to play? Wow. Don't you kind of wish sometimes your life had a soundtrack? Absolutely. Like you you have a song. Like, I love that. That's amazing. I had those moments when, like, I was an angsty teenager and I'm walking around school and I'm like, oh, like, have some, like, really dramatic song in my head. And, like, that's what I'm picturing is happening. Yes. 
Yes, I would do that in the car, like I mentioned my CD player, when I'd be like on a family road trip sitting in the back seat and I'd have my headphones yes. on, my CD player, and I'm staring out the window and I'm just pretending like I'm in a movie and like this song <laughs> is the plot to my life. And, like even better if it was raining, you know? Oh, absolutely. Wow. We, we I did the exact same thing. I just wish I had like footage of... Me staring out the window and, like, mouthing <laughs> this music. Uh, yeah, that's so hard, though, because that's, like, you know how baseball players have a walkout song? Right. And it's, like, what would your walkout song be? And, like, I, it's just so hard to choose. Honestly, like, a really good hype song is Bring Em Out. Yes. The bring Em Out, Bring Em Out. <laughs> like, I'd be out there, like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be a fun one. Like that would play when I enter the room. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Why not? That's a good one. I like that. I think that would hype everyone up and they would be like, yeah, she's here. Ready to rock. I like that. Do you have one before I go on? I kind of went towards like TV shows. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what my favorite TV show theme song is, but I really like that 70s show yeah and that's a great it one. very much defines me like hanging out down street <laughs> same old thing <laughs> we did last week <laughs> we're all, all right <laughs> i love it it's so basic like it it defines me as a person but it's got a little flair to it which is what i like and i've never been to wisconsin so <laughs> what fictional place would you most like to go to some good options there are a lot of good options i (laughs) have three (laughs) and one of them is my real answer so my third choice i've always really enjoyed king arthur like old (laughs) europe which is really dumb (laughs) but that sounds absolutely miserable because (laughs) women had like no rights at that point so and they would be like ravaged in war, no indoor plumbing, all that. So that that'd be a no for me. Probably die a painful death <laughs> at a young age. <laughs> yeah, either from childbirth or like having a cold. Yes. Second fictional place I would want to go to, I mean, hello, would be Pride and Prejudice land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just in the book <laughs> yeah yeah i mean technically it's a real place england but yeah hopefully that question means that like everybody would be there like the characters would be there not just the setting yeah because yeah. what's the point in going to old england if elizabeth bennett isn't there exactly that would just be dumb but again not a ton of women's rights and no indoor plumbing so that would be an issue mm-hmm. for me and you'd have to wear a dress all the time not down for that so my real choice would have to be i feel like it's a given it's gotta be hogwarts mm-hmm. i mean that's what i would go with you know yeah. come on Um, they're living the life they are living the life like being a sorceress slash witch just sounds badass and yeah i love that whole series i mean if you go to universal studios you can kind of get the taste of what it feels like to be at hogwarts and i love being there so i can only imagine it would be just as great actually going yes i'm with you 100 percent. i mean maybe you have to fight a villain or True. in a battle every once <laughs> in a while but i think the payout is worth it 
I agree. <laughs> like, I feel like it's different than, you know, like medieval times. It's like, is it really worth yeah. it? Probably not. Right. <laughs> no, Hogwarts 100% would be worth it. Which is more important to you, having a great house or a great car? Like, I guess we could make it harder by, like, one of them has to be run down. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that makes it harder or not. I mean, yeah, because, like, the thing is, like, if my car is still reliable, then I would pick, like, a better house. But if my car is, like, breaking down every two feet, well, then I can live in not the best place and be able to get around with my car like I would prioritize having a car that works well and that I can count on over like the best house Mm -hmm. but I uh, would really like to not live in a dump (laughs) (laughs) it'd be like mash where it's like I'll settle for the apartment you know I just don't want the shacks (laughs) exactly yes (laughs) What popular TV show or movie do you refuse to watch? (laughs) I mean, there's some that, like, I am not really interested in or I just haven't, like, really had the time to watch it. I feel like Stranger Things is one of those where, like, it was so big for so long and everybody Uh was trying to push, you and and me both, Mm -hmm. push to watch it which just kind of turned me off now that it's like kind of dead I am curious to start it because I love the 80s and I love mysteries like we've talked about so I I know I would enjoy it and actually I have watched the first like three episodes I think so I feel like that's not the answer to this question (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that's a hard question because like there are a few shows out there that make me personally uncomfortable yeah just for personal reasons but I have friends who enjoy it like there are a couple Mm -hmm. shows that like you watch and I know that Maria watches one of my good friends we haven't had on the podcast yet but I'm sure we will at some point that people really like and they're like you really just need to get past this one certain thing and then you'll (laughs) like it yeah yeah so one of those shows for me is the boys which is on Amazon Prime and I feel like that's a pretty like fresh show to be talking about (laughs) So it is just not in my niche. Like I like superheroes like we've talked about. I even like some dark comedies Mm -hmm. like Barry or something like that. But I don't know. I watched the first episode of that with Steven and Lord, I could not get through that. I was just like... This is horrible. I have mm. no interest in knowing what what happens to these characters because they're all horrible people. Yeah. So in that case, if you like the boys, no judgment. I have a lot of friends who like it. My husband likes it. All I tell him is if you want to tell me about it, feel free. Just know I'm not going to watch it. And that's what happens because yeah. usually I do that with Steven. He does not really care for watching Big Brother, for example, but he wants to know (laughs) what happens. So I just let him, I fill him in and he doesn't have to watch three hours of TV a week. So (laughs) it's a good good setup. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a great setup. No, I haven't watched The Boys and I think the only person I've really talked about it with is you. So I kind of forgot about it. It looks, I don't know. (laughs) It looks interesting. I Mm. like Chase Crawford from Gossip Girl, but (laughs) I just haven't prioritized that. And I don't actually think I've watched an Amazon Prime original yet. 
So, like, I have Prime, but haven't gotten into their streaming stuff yet. So, I guess there's a whole other world I'm missing out on right now. (laughs) That's true. So, maybe I'll watch the first episode and see what I think, too. But I think that's totally fair. We can't like it all. There's just no way. It's true. I I am not a super opinionated person, but I do have some opinions. We draw the line somewhere. (laughs) You got to. (laughs) (laughs) What smell brings back great memories? Honestly, like, I haven't been in a subway in a while, but (laughs) when I think of iconic smells in my life, I think of the subway that was in the Union at Ole Miss. The subway is no longer there. When you said subway, I thought you meant, like, public transportation. (laughs) (laughs) No. I was like, ooh, I don't know if that'd be a pleasant smell. Yeah, no, that would be bad. That would be a bad smell, probably. And I have been on the subways, but thankfully, I'm talking about, like, toasted bread (laughs) in the air. (laughs) Thankfully. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, the subway at Ole Miss is no longer there, but it used to be open till midnight. And it was just like, you went upstairs in that building and you smelled subway. And, like, I talked to people and, like, we still... We'll say the subway smell. Like, you just knew it. (laughs) And it was good. Like, I loved my sandwich that I got there. Every time I've been in a subway since then, which is just once in a blue moon, I get hit with that aroma, (laughs) and it takes me back to college and getting a six-inch BLT plus banana peppers um, at the Union. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic order right there. So good, yes. (laughs) That's fun. What is your favorite piece of clothing that you own or that you have owned? I would probably say my Disney World spirit jersey. Yeah. It's like very, first of all, it took me a while to find one that was not an arm and a leg. I bought it off of eBay. (laughs) I love a deal. So that makes me like it even more. Also, it's like very big and baggy. The material is really soft and it's pretty light. Like it's not very... It's not a very heavy sweatshirt, so it's definitely one that, like, I just wear to lounge around the house, and it's just comfortable. Yeah, best of both worlds. You can eat what you want and be comfortable. Mm, The best. That's, like, epitome quarantine, if I've ever heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) What will be the future of TV shows, do you think? Mm. (laughs) I've never thought about that. Me either. I definitely think, obviously, like, streaming is going to keep growing, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be continue to be a major way people get their shows, but in terms of the content, I always say that nostalgia is a real thing, especially in the entertainment world, and things True just go in cycles when I think about what's on right now I think what's missing and what will make a comeback is like a sitcom like Mm -hmm. whether it was the family sitcoms that came on in the 70s like you know very popular during that time and then in the 90s I feel like you had kind of resurgence with your full house and things like that and then the sitcom kind of evolved to where it was like when I was growing up you had like TGIT and it was like The Office, 30 Rock, then you had Parks and Rec, like all of those Mm -hmm. shows were coming on at similar times, Modern Family, so it was kind of that sort of humor was back, but Mm -hmm. so now I think like people are going to want a sitcom again. 
Yeah. It's kind of like a classic feel, but I could be totally wrong. I could definitely see that. I mean, lots of trends really in anything pop culture is just a revolving door. It's a matter of time before it comes back in some form. Yeah. I think everything comes in waves. Like we go through waves with game shows, like Mm -hmm. people decide, oh, let's do this again. And then they go away and then they'll come back. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it continues to evolve. But the more things change, the more people start to want the old style and the old stuff Mm -hmm. in terms of like shows and movies and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, good answer. So I saw this one and I have an answer for sure. So I'm curious if you do. What is a huge story in the news that you care absolutely nothing about? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow, probably so many. I could care less about. Is that how people you say it? Care less. Yes, that's right. Because it's not the way that you think you're supposed to, or you hear people say it. Yes, because it is most commonly said, I could care less. But if you could care less, then you could care less. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, See, we're getting a grammar lesson, everybody. I know. I hate to be that person, but no. I do feel like that's a PSA that. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great time for PSA. We can let everyone know. Yeah. So Pop Culture on the Rocks listeners can be further informed. Yes. They could not care less. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I could not care less about the Kardashians. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people say that, but they really do care and they don't want to admit it. It's like it's cool to not care about the Kardashians. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I've never kept up with the Kardashians. I've never seen an episode of the show. The only clip I've ever seen is when the Jonas Brothers reenacted a clip from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. (laughs) I've just, like, never been really interested in them. The only time I've learned something was listening to Even the Rich podcast series on the momager that is... Uh, see, I can't even remember her name. Chris, Chris Jenner. <laughs> Chris Jenner. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I. That's just somebody. I like a family. I'm just not really interested in learning about. Like mm-hmm. I hear through the grapevine that there's like another pending divorce, and that's about it. <laughs> it's just not news I seek out. Yeah. No, I feel like every day I see something about Courtney dating Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just, yeah, I don't care. But yeah, that's <laughs> it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, along the same lines, but a little different. What I'm seeing in the news every day, and I am yet to click on a headline because I just don't care, is all of this about Jennifer uh, Lopez and Ben Affleck. That's the second one I was going to say. Yes. That is yes. hilarious. Yes. I literally thought that that's so funny because I <laughs> saw it. Yeah, I saw that headline. It was like, Benifer is hanging out again after like 20 years or whatever. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Cool for them, yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> like, I got my information right there. <laughs> I know. Like, every day people are like, look at this photo of them. Like, oh, compare this photo to them 20 years ago. And I'm like, I am not clicking. I just don't care. <laughs> Honestly, like, name three celebrities that I am very unimpressed by and that would be A-Rod, Jennifer Lopez, (laughs) and Ben Affleck. I, I, yeah, and the fact that they are all in this, I, I, look, I haven't clicked on anything, so I haven't seen for myself, so I don't know, 
But the J-Lo Ben Affleck thing seems like a publicity stunt if I've ever seen one. I don't know if they are dating or if they're just hanging out. I don't know if people are like, y'all need to make yourselves relevant again. Like, I was happy with J-Lo and A-Rod being together because J-Lo's better than A-Rod, but I'm like, I don't really care about either of you, so this is a great pairing. (laughs) And then Ben Affleck, I just think he is so bland. Like, I just, I have never met a person who says one of their favorite actors is Ben Affleck. Like, I truly just don't know. I don't know why he's so famous. <laughs> and I loved Jennifer Garner. So I still love her. So yeah, I care more about what she thinks about everything, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm te- in this whole situation. I am team Jennifer Garner. And she's not <laughs> even being mentioned. <laughs> what was your favorite book as a child? And you can pick child however old you want to say I don't know that I had a favorite specific book but for sure Nancy Drew was my jam Hmm. like I loved Nancy Drew Uh, maybe that's why I'm into true crime now get started early (laughs) exactly I loved that I loved the babysitters club which I've talked about on here before Mm -hmm. yeah I was a big reader growing up like all through high school still so yeah but as a child child I would say Nancy Drew yeah well read I love it I did what I could (laughs) I still you know I still brag that I read the first book in the boxcar children series in one day wow (laughs) that's a big deal I know so impressive Okay, here's a little trivia question for you. Uh oh. From Disney. <laughs> Let's hope I don't look stupid. <laughs> well, if anyone will know, I feel like you're a great person for this. Do you know Sleeping Beauty at all? <laughs> um, sort of. I know her name's Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know the names of the three good fairies from Sleeping Beauty? Of course. Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. Look at you go. And I, I have a story. Oh, good. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> it involves, if you listen to a couple episodes ago, when I talked about the <laughs> evolution of, sorry, that, <laughs> uh, this is a recurring character, is one of my friends who were involved in that fender bender. <laughs> I used to play volleyball in high school, and I had like three close friends that we all played volleyball with. And one night we had a sleepover and we decided to watch Sleeping Beauty. And for some reason, we thought it would be appropriate for all of us to be a character, but not like Aurora and Philip and like some other <laughs> characters. <laughs> so I was Fauna because kind of sounds like Anna and she's a little more soft spoken. I, w- I was a little more soft spoken back then. I probably got a little less of a filter <laughs> now. Uh, but yeah, so we named each other the three <laughs> fairies. And then we had one other friend and we're like, well, what sh- what could she be? So we made her the evil queen. <laughs> Ooh. Which is so mm, bad. She read into that. <laughs> it was Maria. <laughs> Sorry, Maria. <laughs> it was because she had a Halloween costume like when she was very young, oh. when she dressed up as the evil queen. Or I don't even know what her name, what's her name? Angelina Jolie's character. <laughs> yeah. Maleficent? Maleficent. That's right. That's right. Evil queen is from Snow White, I think. She does. Yeah. I don't think she has a name. I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. I, I th- yeah, I think, I think evil queen is her name. <laughs> she who must not be named. <laughs> <laughs> of course. 
Who do you think are the the three greatest athletes of all time? Definitely not (laughs) A-Rod. He's not going to be on my list, no. (laughs) I like this a sports question, though. Mm -hmm. You are our in-house sports expert. (laughs) Oh, thank you. No pressure. (laughs) I'm going to try to pick different sports just to keep it interesting. Mm -hmm. So I think as far as basketball, because I know very little about basketball, I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. I feel like that's a hard one to argue with. And since I can't really argue for that support, (laughs) I'm going to go with a safe bet. (laughs) I would have to say Michael Phelps is. Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue with. Right. Um, and then, you know what? I'm going to, like, go local. <laughs> go for it. And say Archie Manning. I think a lot yeah. of people won't know who he is listening unless you are more local. But he is, like, a Mississippi icon. And he also played for the New Orleans Saints. So he played at Ole Miss where I went to school. And we have not won very many national championships. But when we did, he was on the team. And also he was a great baseball player so he was well-rounded being able to be successful at more than one sport and like I said he went pro and I also feel like you can't argue with the fact that he has two sons who are both very successful Mm -hmm. in the NFL and his grandchildren are also great athletes actually he has three sons who were great football players two of whom made it in the NFL and then his grandchildren are on their way to college uh, sports and then and I presume the NFL. So <laughs> when you launch a dynasty, again, hard to argue with. I was about to say dynasty is a good word for that. Yeah, the Manning family is iconic. So you're not going to argue me out of that one either. So I tried to pick ones that no one could fight me on. <laughs> <laughs> good choices. Thank you. Ooh, if you could design a reality TV show, what would it look like? Oh, wow. I mean, it's hard not to say The Amazing Race. <laughs> I know, because it's the best. Yes. So I'm kind of picturing like I'm creating the show and maybe I'm the host of the show. Mm -hmm. So I think it... I would love doing something travel related. So I guess it would have to be coming up with a new concept of a travel (laughs) reality game show. But I don't really know what that would look like. So maybe I'll go to one of my other things that I really enjoy, which is theme parks. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe kind of like a scavenger hunt of sorts. Like maybe you have to find certain things and Mm. maybe it could incorporate the travel aspect. So like maybe you're, you have to remain in the US and you have to find certain aspects that are found in theme parks, whether it be West Coast, East Coast, North, South. Mm. So it kind of combines all of those things. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know what the prize would be. Maybe you get a share in like the Disney company or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or like free entrance for life or something. There you go. That'd be cool. That would be be amazing. I like that idea. And there's not, there's a gap in the market for that. It's true. That could happen. What is the nicest restaurant you've ever been to? I always think of La Cellier in Epcot, which is like the Canadian steakhouse, and it is delicious. It's still one of the best steaks I've ever had, and you have to like have a reservation for there. I mean, this was years ago, but I assume it's the same. Mm-hmm. Like You have to have a reservation months out because it gets so booked, so that one was super nice, uh, even though I had like a t-shirt on and I <laughs> broke a glass. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, so that was bad. Uh, made the restaurant go silent when I dropped the glass, but that's okay. <laughs> if you had $200,000 to spend on a party, how would you spend it? Oh, wow. To spend on a party? Yeah. I like that question. Yeah. Because I can fun. dream big. $200,000 is a lot. <laughs> yes, you can go big. Okay. I'm going to say I would bring myself and my closest friends, and we would all fly first class to... I feel like there's so many, like, party kind of countries, <laughs> which is really random. Yeah, Ibiza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. I'm going to say Croatia. I hear that's a really pretty place, Ooh. and there's a lot of a mm-hmm. good party scene there. So I okay. would say me and all my friends would fly first class to Croatia, and we would rent, like, a mansion Airbnb that's like maybe like cliffside by the beach. Yeah. Definitely has like an infinity pool. Mm -hmm. Like all the best houses do. I don't know how the cuisine is in Croatia. I'm sure it's really good. So maybe we would find a Michelin star caterer. Yeah. And have them cater our party and find like the best champagnes and really expensive drinks. So whoever's like a, maybe like a very famous bartender could like come Mm -hmm. and bartend the party and make like a custom cocktail for the party. Kind of like people make like custom cocktails for their weddings. We'd have something like that. I feel like maybe renting like jet skis or like some kind of like Mm. yacht would be really cool. Man, I'm dreaming big here. (laughs) That's $200,000 might be gone by now. (laughs) But... Yeah, I feel like a yacht would be really cool because then we could kind of like sail out on the ocean blue. Yeah. What do you think? Does that sound pleasant? I think new life goal is to make this party happen. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we'll just have to win the amazing race and then we can make it happen. Oh, yeah. $200,000. Why not? After taxes, no problem. would be like your share <laughs> goes to this party <laughs> fabulous that's a fun question if you could have any animal for a pet what would it be probably a panda that was on my list too yeah they just look so huggable i actually have a stuffed panda from ikea that lives at my office and he's our little little mascot but his name is henry every once in a while i just get up when i need a stress relief and I hug Henry and he's just always there for me yeah yeah (laughs) he's a hard worker (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I just think pandas are so cute and they just sit and eat bamboo all day right what's better than that I just feel like I could have a nice little hug whenever I need one I love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have a real henry yes oh how sweet henry's cousin <laughs> <laughs> what tv series do you keep coming back to and re-watching that's kind of hard because i feel like i don't re-watch a ton of things especially tv shows i feel like i, I re-watch movies way more often but probably the office Mm, that's what i figured yeah (laughs) they're just like i feel like every episode is funny in some way and then there are like Mm -hmm. standout episodes that i can go to and i know that they're gonna make me laugh yeah so that's probably my safe bet and i did mention a few episodes back that i was re-watching the first 
two seasons, I think, on Peacock when they were free. Yeah, sometimes you just need like a reliable comedy to go back and watch. Yeah, you know you can come back. It's like coming back to an old friend. It is, yeah. Michael Scott. <laughs> if you could change your name to anything, what would it be? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I have an answer for you if you need oh, it. Oh, for me? Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my thought process was, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember like a few years ago there was this young girl who was named oprah winfrey and she eventually got to meet oprah winfrey because she was named after her so i'm thinking you can change your name to hillary duff and then it'll pick up steam in the social media world and then it'll be on all of the major news networks and Mm -hmm. then eventually hillary duff will be like i've got to meet this girl you're right so uh, basically i'd be forcing her to meet me (laughs) 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 which i'm not above okay so uh, would i have a better shot if i like had already been named that at birth Hmm. so like where i'm going with that is like is she gonna still meet me if i change it myself or if i have a daughter should i name my daughter hillary (laughs) and hope that that works out for me (laughs) hmm lots of good strategies here yeah maybe you could just do both and then either way it'll work out (laughs) hillary jr (laughs) i love it hdj like rdj (laughs) love it that's a great one thank you for providing me an answer (laughs) you're welcome what is something everyone should try at least once there's a lot of ways i could go with this yeah mine's gonna be a pretty broad answer but i feel like it's a good one (laughs) it's one i believe in I think everyone should go out of the country at least once in their life. Yeah. We've kind of talked about this before. And we have a travel Instagram that we talk about this as well. That Mm -hmm. I think it's super enlightening just like going to a different country whether even if you don't have to leave north america you can go to mexico you can go to canada you could even go further than that and you just get to meet new cultures new people new languages new foods and i feel like it's just a once in a lifetime opportunity to really get out of your bubble and really experience something that you've never experienced before couldn't agree more good well (laughs) on that track i don't know if I've asked you this question before, Uh so we could add to it if you want. Okay. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? I mean, for sure, if I could go anywhere, like, no, no problem with time or money or anything, it would be Australia. Yeah, yeah. You know? (laughs) It's the dream. So uh, it's definitely the number one place out of the country, Mm -hmm. like for sure. Number one place in general, but especially out of the country. So and there's a lot of places I want to go, but yeah, like I won't be satisfied until I go there. Right. (laughs) And we will make it happen. We will. We are uh, definitely going. So y'all look out for a pop culture on the rocks episode from down under Ooh, that'd be cool <laughs> yes that'd be we'll really some fun. australian beverages <laughs> i mean i don't know what those are but right? i'm sure they have something 
Yes. So I can't wait for the day. Yes. Hopefully it will be sooner rather than later. Yes. Well, I guess uh, I will ask one final question for you. Mm-hmm. And that would be, who is your favorite character from a TV show, movie, or book? It's pretty broad. I'll say my favorite character from literally any thing. <laughs> Yeah, basically every every platform. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm going to say Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. Oh, that's such a good answer. Thank you. Thank you. It was a tough, it was a tough decision, but I think Luna Lovegood's a great character because, I mean, she's great in the movies. I definitely think she's better in the books just because you get to know her a little bit more, but I love the girl who plays Luna Lovegood in the movies, but... I feel like Luna Lovegood has such a great story arc and she has a great kind of like she's somebody I I would want to strive to be because she's yeah. a little quirky, but she's very smart. I mean, she's in Ravenclaw, so if that says anything. And she's been through a lot, like seeing the death of her mother. She's very strong in that she moves past all of those things that she's gone through. And she, like, you know, she dives into her quirkiness and just does not give an F about what anybody else thinks and just does her own thing, like just makes friends really easily. And a lot of people really like her because she's so sweet. I just love her. She's great. And to me, she was a, I mean, obviously the book is not, I mean, the series is not about (laughs) Luna Lovegood, hence the title of the book. But (laughs) I do think she's a very integral part of helping Harry and others, yeah. other characters kind of learn more about themselves and be able to to really like acknowledge some of the, the hard times that they've had, but also being able to realize who they are and accepting themselves and being happy with their quirky side. Yes, which is a great example for everybody to read, especially younger kids, you know, reading Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like, just be yourself. People will still love you. Like, that's what they'll love you for is your quirks. It's true. Luna's fantastic. Quibbler, you got yes. those glasses. <laughs> Love a good writer, so she's living her best life. And Order of the Phoenix is my favorite book. Yeah. What's your favorite book? It's really good. Uh, Goblet of Fire was always my favorite. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good one. Yeah. I really want to start reading those books again because I... I would like to read them again. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I have to read them this year because, oh wow, I just had that realization. So... I'm like real old, especially in comparison to Callan. This year marks, (laughs) this year marks 10 years since I graduated from high school. And if you remember, the last Harry Potter movie came out 2011. And I was like not much of a reader as a kid. Like I read some chapter books later, but like I was never really into Harry Potter, like when it first came out. But I think the, I think Goblet of Fire may have been my first like midnight premiere and Mm -hmm. I had watched the first, I know I watched the first three like on ABC Family or something like that. But, and so I I had watched all of the movies from then on like midnight premieres with my friends. And then Mm -hmm. before the last Harry Potter movie came out, 
I made a deal that I was going to read every single Harry Potter book. And so now it marks like 10 years since I've done that. So maybe I should go back and read them again. Yes. And I do remember that midnight premiere because I didn't read them as a kid. Um, I didn't read them until I was in high school. So I basically missed all of the book premieres Mm -hmm. and midnight premieres, which is kind of sad. But I did make it to the last two midnight premieres. And yeah, that one in 2011, we went... We met That's up. That's right. That was fun. And I we still have our photo from that, which is crazy that that was 10 years that ago. That is insane. I love that idea. And every time I think about Harry Potter, I'm like, I should read those again because I've only read them through once. Yeah, um, same here. But maybe maybe we should do like a Harry Potter read through. That'd be fun. That would be so fun. All the kids are doing summer reading, so we should do summer reading, I guess. I guess so. I like that. Maybe... <laughs> Pizza Hut will give us a personal ban <laughs> for each book we read. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Be- well, I never went to Pizza Hut. I went to Krispy Kreme had where you could show your report card. I always did that. Those book clubs, man, growing up too. It was good, good stuff. I do need to go buy the first book though. I don't know who it was. So I got the first Harry Potter book at a thrift store and it was hardback. That's the only hardback one I own except for the seventh book, I think. I think I loaned it to someone to borrow and they never gave it back. So I just have two through seven. So I'll need to go find. I'll need to go to another thrift store and get the first Harry Potter book. Yeah, I um only have, I, I don't even know which ones I have, honestly, because I bought a lot of them that time we went to Dirt Cheap. Mm, <laughs> I got a lot yeah. of them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even know what all I own, honestly. I need to look at that. I would love the beautiful you know yes. hard back that lines up but that's for when I have a house and somewhere to put that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I definitely want those too and have you seen the ones that are like the colored illustrations I really oh, want those yeah. too those are really nice those are pretty it's frustrating when there's like four different versions yeah <laughs> of the covers and you want them all right like, what do I I need a library it's true yes I like this idea maybe we'll do and we could have some fun guests yeah for each book slash movie that would discussion. Be fun. That could be fun. That's really funny because Maria, again, we've talked about Maria and you guys have no idea who she is, but we'll have her on here for sure. She was my Harry Potter friend. Like she read all the books as a kid. So she would fill me in on everything that was going on. So I'm sure we have some funny memories of that. But that'd be really fun. Definitely. Especially to get somebody kind of like her, maybe to get somebody's perspective who read the books younger. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. I would enjoy hearing that perspective. And of course, Elizabeth, who's been on the show, she started reading them before I did. And I think she was on like maybe the second or third one when she was like you have to read these so of course Mm -hmm. I started them so we could talk about she also got me to read Twilight but uh, she never finished that series and (laughs) I did so but I had to know what happened but yeah uh so she was my my Harry Potter friend and yeah it'd be fun to go down memory lane for sure that's a good idea and we haven't really talked about a book other than our special guests who have come on yeah I think that'd be fun Mm -hmm. and I know there's a lot of Harry Potter fans out there a lot of Harry Potter fans who have never read the book so we can give you the lowdown yeah for sure well this has been fun yeah changing it up just getting to chat I hope everyone enjoyed listening to our discussion 
comments and uh, learning along with us about each other. Yeah, thank you so much for listening and getting to know us a little bit better. We would love to get to know you a little bit better and you can do that by following us on social media so we can interact. We are on Twitter and Instagram. We also have an email and we also have a Discord. So please hook us up on all of those and so we can get to know you a little bit better as well. Please feel free to rate and review and subscribe. We would greatly appreciate that also. Any drink recommendations that you have are well appreciated. And let us know what you think of this episode. If you like this format or if you like some of the other things we've tried, we love to hear people's thoughts and see what everybody's really into. So let us know. We're just learning as we go, trying different things and having fun with it. So let us know what you enjoy as well. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks again. Until next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callan. You're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 